All right. Hey, welcome. Uh, this is a new podcast that we're trying. We're going to call it Coin Empire. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of coins. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship and uh, how those things blend together. So first of all, we're joined here today with Wes and Wes, but we're going to call them Wes Turner, aka Young Wes, <laughs> and then Wes Mull. Okay, what? Don't, don't say old Wes. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so first question is, uh, so well, this, this section is going to be called, who are we and what we do? So this will be questions for both Wes and Turner to answer. So in your opinion, what does it mean to be a coin dealer? I'll defer to you, Wes Turner. You start. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no wrong answer here. It's like, yeah. what does it mean to you? Uh, basically, we're just like the secondary market for any kind of U.S. minted coin or currency or any foreign coin and currency. Like, we're the secondary market for that. So, so how do you explain to people what you do? Because a lot of people, especially our age, you know, young 30s, they don't really understand <laughs> what th- what this job really is. I mean, if you had to explain it badly, we uh, buy money and pay more than it's worth <laughs> and then resell it for more than we paid for it. I mean, that's essentially it. But I mean, really, when you boil it down, we, uh, we're we kind of like an inter- intermediary for people who have, uh, you know, have cl- uh, maybe inherited a coin collection or, you know, had coins passed down from their grandparents or their parents. And either they don't want them anymore, they're not interested in coins, and so we provide liquidity we are here to buy it and sell it and move it along to the final destination whatever collector that might be sure do you have people come in and like they have something like i know this is worth a lot and like you check it out and you're like yeah it's not really worth a lot yeah so we should probably have a whole nother section on this <laughs> a whole nother uh, uh show yeah but i mean episode. yeah i mean inevitably most people think what they have is worth a lot of money uh 9.9 times out of 10 it's not sure. uh you know but nine times out of ten it is worth something it's just not worth what they think it's worth so sure. you know it's like finding a diamond in the rough everybody thinks they've there's yeah they've got the one you know it's it's inevitable it's just how it happens sure um have you guys always had a passion for coins or is it like um what kind of got you started not even in business just kind of with the you know maybe curiosity for it well west turner i know this kind of just job just kind of was a good opportunity for you just kind of fell in your lap it wasn't something that you grew up with a passion for no. it was like a friend of a friend needed or had an opening <laughs> at a job and you took it yeah i mean like anybody my age whenever i was younger that was whenever the state quarters were being put, uh, put out <laughs> and we uh my mom would go to the bank and we'd get the new quarters every time they released something and i put them in my album and but after like, I got into high school, that kind of just left me, and then, like, didn't really have a passion for it, but, yeah, I just kind of fell in my lap, needed a part-time job, and you suggested that I could work for your dad, and the Yeah, yeah, so a little background, uh, my dad actually was a coin dealer for as long as I was alive, and um, in college, Wes, Wes Turner and I knew each other, and I guess my dad had an opening, like, he was looking for somebody, uh, he wanted somebody... I don't know really what he was looking for at all. I know he wanted somebody trustworthy, and he probably was looking for somebody who didn't know a lot, but he could mend and teach. Um, so what did you expect this job to be? 
I honestly had no expectation going in. I was just like, yo, like, oh, he he does coins? Okay, that's pretty cool. I had state quarters when I was growing up. Like, I know there's some pretty cool stuff out there, and I love history, so maybe this might be a good opportunity. It's just something to pay the bills for a while, and I never expected it to turn into a career, but it it can be a very good career if you get your feet wet and do the work. So, so remind me, I think, I don't even know, did I give you my dad's number? Or how did you even contact him to find about the job? Or did I suggest you to call him? Or I think you suggested it. Because I think you were looking for a part-time job. Yeah. And, and I was I, like, well, my dad's just down the road. Mm-hmm. I think, didn't I meet you here that day or something? And you kind of introduced us. And then, I, I don't remember. Honestly. But it was funny because I came in and I was like on a Friday. And I talked to him for like an hour, hour and a half. And he was like, oh, um could you could you start on on a monday i was like yeah no problem like i can i could totally do that and that was basically the end of the conversation well i left <clears throat> you know i was thinking about it all weekend i was like okay well i'll get ready for my job on monday i show up and he's like what are you doing here <laughs> <laughs> and i was like well i'm here to work you know you, you asked if i could start monday and he was like I don't know about this. That that seems a little suspicious to me. Wait, <laughs> what? You didn't remember meeting you? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I guess he was just suggesting, like, oh, maybe he could work here, but he didn't actually say that I had the job, but I just showed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> just curious he, if you could work on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he ended up just putting me to work in the penny room yes. and doing production for TV stuff. And So is that, like, the equivalent to when you started a restaurant, you started out as the dishwasher? The penny yeah, room? Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. the penny room is, like, the entry-level job. Oh, yeah. It's just a lot of a lot of heavy lifting, a lot of hard work. But, you know, I just kind of started learning a lot and working my way up and eventually became the vault manager. So. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I feel like a lot of jobs, like, a lot of good career paths come from just, like, a decent opportunity that turns into, like, curiosity that turns into, like, something else. Um, you don't really have expectations, maybe, and you just go into it, and you're like, well, we'll give it a shot. And it's like, all right, well. This is my career now, like, yeah. a few years in. Like, I feel like that's a lot of where a lot of good careers come from. That's cool. Um, what about you, Westmall? How did you get started? Did you also start out with my dad? Uh, I did. And I'll, I'll start with I had no passion for coins. Okay. Uh, it was, uh, again, an opportunity. I would messed around in college for about a year after I graduated. And I was getting married in about another year. So I, I pretty much figured I need to, need to figure out what I'm going to do here to support everybody. And so uh, I really just came to work uh, part-time to start with. And uh, I just had a knack for it. And Lewis kind of took me under his wings and, you know, showed me the ropes, especially like the, uh, the technical parts about coin grading and things like that. And just kind of took off from there. Well, you know, so I tell everybody it beats digging ditches. So yeah. we like it. So, yep. so yep. you now have your own business. Um, so how did that transition go? And did, did my dad have any, was he supportive or was he, uh, was he like, you know, a little sad that you were leaving him, that you're becoming his competition salty. because, you know, you live in the same city. Yeah. So, um, I didn't actually go straight from working for, for Lewis to my own business. Uh, I actually had transition. Uh, I know it's going to sound weird, but every once in a while, you know, Lewis could have arguments with people and, uh, <laughs> him and I didn't see eye to eye on something. So I ended up, uh, leaving. Believe it or not, I went to work for Tom's Potato Chips, if you ever had them. Okay. I, drove, I, I rode on a route delivering <laughs> potato chips for about two weeks, and then a, uh, a local uh, coin dealer who had moved in from Florida 
who I'd met while I was working at Chattanooga Coin, named Brian Beardsley, mm -hmm, yeah. uh, had met me while I was working for Lewis and was looking for somebody to help out and contacted me. And then really learning the business, um, Brian showed me how to trade and, you know, I got all my contacts and things like that from him. So uh, Lewis and Brian were really both uh, important in my whole process of learning the business and all that stuff. But uh, it was after Brian passed away, I actually started my own business. And when was that? Uh, it was 2007. Yeah, it's 2007. I'd worked for Brian for about four years. He passed away and I had an opportunity through another contact I'd met while working with him and uh, had a partnership started Southern Bullion, which was, it was a, it was a tale on its own. <laughs> yeah, good learning yeah. experience. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like getting thrown out into the deep water. That's how your dad kind of uh, would yeah. describe it when he'd talk about it to other people. Uh, but he was supportive. He helped me, you know, all the way up until he passed away a few years ago. So he was a, he was a good trading partner for me and a good resource and somebody who, if I needed advice, I would go to. Yeah, so. he was definitely like a wealth of knowledge. And he, I think... One thing I definitely appreciated about him was he really enjoyed people who actually wanted to learn more about this. Mm -hmm. And like, if, if he got even an inkling that you were interested, he would spend hours just talking to you about it. True. But, like, I mean, he enjoyed doing that. Um, so that's good. I've always wondered that, like, what the yeah. story was <laughs> behind yeah, that. Yeah, that's the story. But, I mean, again, he was... He was really important in a lot of times as far as, you know, the ups and the downs. He was there for me. So he was kind of like... I want to say my second father, but in the in the coin <laughs> yeah. business, he was for sure. Yeah. So. And you guys have two stores now, or? Yeah, we have two stores okay. here locally: one in Chattanooga and one in Fort Oglethorpe. And uh, how long after the first one did you decide, like second one, we're we're doing it? Uh, we just opened the second location oh, okay. this year. Okay. Uh, the first location we opened up in 2013, okay. so it's it's pretty well established. The uh, second store is up and coming. But you okay. have kind of two different views for each store, right? Like one store is kind of, you know, geared towards people coming in and, and selling some of their nicer coins or jewelry that they Correct. have. Whereas the other one kind of works as like a point of like uh, wholesale. Correct. So we, we actually we have two offices in Georgia um, and we 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 buy and sell at both stores. But we we sell a lot of coins and bullion on the Georgia side. There's no sales tax sure. in Georgia, but in Tennessee there is. So. Right. You know, we're literally, I think, probably seven or eight miles apart from our other store. So uh, we we push more jewelry and stuff like that at the Chattanooga store. Um, but we, we also buy and sell coins there, too. Gotcha. Um, what is maybe your favorite part of the job? I'm just like day to day or buying or selling. Turner, you're up. Uh, mainly it's just, you know, you never know what's going to come in. Like, you know, you could just get a day of, oh, well, you know, like we've had six calls about the 2,000 piece Akajuia coin that is supposedly going on Etsy for $18,000. Wow. Or, you know, you come in, you have somebody come in that's got an old collection of like GSA uh, Carson City dollars, or you've got somebody who has a whole box of Silver Eagles. Like, it's just, you never know what you're going to get. And it's just, that's the thrill of the business because the next big thing could just be minutes away. So. Sure. Um, and then Wes, you can answer what's the most annoying or difficult or maybe challenging part. Ooh. Um, I mean, for me, it's uh, dealing with all the personalities. Uh, something I had to learn really quick, especially dealing with the public. 
Uh, this is going to sound bad, but I mean, the public just, they don't know. For sure. You know, they think they know, they really don't know. And you just really have to bite your tongue a lot and just grin and keep going and just try to buy what you're buying anyways or sell it to them anyways. Um, that's really the most difficult part is just managing personalities, especially with the general public. Not to say there's not coin dealers. There's coin dealers that sure. are difficult as well, but um, I think it's <laughs> when the general public, public has expectations, you have to, you know, softball it to sure. them. Sure, so. and like definitely in such a specialized field because like even I was a manager at Starbucks for a long time and then I was at Aldi for, for a year and a half and like even in that style of customer service where like the skill ceiling is so much lower, you still have people that think they know what they're talking about and they don't. Sure. So like the more specialized a field gets, the more like the customers like. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's an expert. Yeah. 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 And and people don't know like, well, you know, if you look really closely on this coin, it doesn't actually say this, which, you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, this year or whatever, this is super special and super expensive. And you're like, yeah, "Yeah, but only if it has like, you know, this certain quality to it, which it doesn't have, which you wouldn't know to look for. Oh, but theirs has it. Yeah. 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 That's what we experience all the time is, you know, most of the time people look look their coin up on the internet, they breeze through it and that's my coin. And it's night and day between what they have and what's actually on the, you know, sure. in the internet so yeah. you know it's it's day to day a lot of yeah minor conflict resolution going on yeah. there or major or, or major <laughs> but just explaining trying to explain people get them a better idea of like it's not what you think yeah. that's, that's tough for sure mm-hmm. um if someone was wanting to maybe start their own coin business or even just like get into it what would maybe you tell them or give them a piece of advice mm-hmm. starting out um, that's a really good question. Uh, I mean, I think it's, there's probably several things is one, you want to make sure you're well capitalized. Uh, it's hard to operate when you don't have any money. Sure. So that's, that's number one. So have a, have a decent stack of money. Um, two, um, before you do any of that, you probably want to go mentor or have somebody mentor you at least for a year or two. Even if you could get like a job at a coin shop part time, you know, learn the business a little bit, you know, see how they do it um you know i've seen guys who just uh vest pocket guys who dilly dally in it but and they end up opening a store and do fine but there's a lot of times where people will go they'll open up a store and then all of a sudden they're like man i'm married to this thing uh and you have to be open especially if you're a one-man show so um i think you should probably part-time it somewhere first and see if that's what you really want to do but you know, there's you don't have to have a coin shop. You could just be freelance. You know, sure. there's a lot of different ways you could do it. Especially now in the 21st century, I mean, e-commerce yeah. has become sure. such a big thing, especially mm-hmm. with the pandemic. So, I mean, that's what a lot of what we do is e-commerce. So we yeah. sell stuff online, which a lot of people want to go online. But however, a lot of our audience is, are older people, so they don't like to go online, or they're not comfortable going online. Sure. They don't like putting their credit card information over over online. Um, so they still want that face-to-face interaction sure. and yeah. they want to walk yeah. in somewhere and they want and it's also hard you know if someone's trying to get a coin appraised you have to be there in person right. to look at it you have to have the, the right lighting yeah. you have to have the right you know magnifying glass or whatever to see to actually like look at it you can't just tell someone over the phone you'd be surprised <laughs> we, get, we get that too <laughs> we just we have to tell them now we don't quote over the phone yeah. we just we just yeah. can't yeah. You, have, you have to right. see it in front of you to understand what exactly they've got nice um that's it for that we can go ahead and just kind of wrap this um and or western did you have any advice you'd want to give somebody before we end uh 
you know, if you do, you, like, do the work, you, like, learn everything you can, this can be a great business to be in. Like, if you have an interest in history at all, you know, that there's a lot of historical stuff that comes along with it. We get in, um, heck, like, not too long ago, we got some presidential signatures. Yeah. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, James Madison. Yeah, James Madison. James Monroe. It's just like the thing of you never know what's going to come in. Like, you know, it's it's pretty awesome business. Awesome. Well, those are uh, great answers and great advice. So uh, thanks, guys, for sharing this with us. And uh, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Sounds good. Thank you.